Welcome into Sports Tonight. Emily Gagnon here with Lee Smith, photographer, producer. He's a human who comes on this show quite a bit. I know. He, he's human. I know. I know. I can always be more uh, graceful, can't I, in my no, words? No, I like it. I like it. But he makes quite a few appearances on here, so he is not new to you, not new to me. Today, we went to Falcons Flowery Branch. Falcons Flowery Branch. <laughs> yeah, Falcons we Training Camp in Flowery Branch. Uh, they've been going at it for like three weeks now, so I'm sure they're pretty uh, sick of being in camp, want to go and live in their own homes with their families. But uh, practice today, afterwards, we heard from uh, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback who will be playing in the second preseason game. Game of uh, the preseason, the second preseason game the of the preseason. preseason game, yeah. Man, I'm on it today, aren't I? You got it. Um, yeah, so that's Friday against the Bengals at home here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 730. Uh, your thoughts after hearing from him, Lee? Uh, well, it should be a good dress rehearsal. He sounded like he was really pumped to get everything going and start the uh, his era as quarterback for the Falcons. And, you know, he got four starts last year, so... He does have a two little, a, yeah, two and two, a little bit of experience, um, not a whole lot, not a whole lot, but luckily for him, uh, Terry Fontenot in the front office have pulled some moves, and they've got plenty of offense, or on paper, they have a lot of plenty uh, plenty of offense. Uh, Bijan Robinson, like we've been talking about, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Tyler Algier, Jonu Smith, so... Uh, he said he was ready to go, and he can't wait. So we'll see what's going on on Friday. My favorite story, and you know where I'm going right now, Lee, uh, from what Desmond Ritter told us today, was that he told us how one of his high school coaches told us that nerves are for the unprepared and yes. that he has always thought about that. He lives by that motto. Uh, he's not nervous entering the season, entering the preseason because he feels prepared. He says when he goes out there, he, he tries to slow the game down so he can focus. Um, but when he's not prepared, that's when he knows he's trying to speed things up. And it made a lot of sense when he talked about it. He sounded like a very mature quarterback when he was talking about that. So um, I'll forever remember that. Well, yeah, it, it it was a funny little saying. It was it was catchy. I like that. I've never heard that one before, but I do, I do like that. So shout out to Desmond Ritter's high school coach. Yeah. Well, and you want to know that Lee? Anytime I'm losing my voice here, all of a sudden, <laughs> um, anytime that I get nervous, I feel the opposite. So if I'm nervous, that's when I know I care. Isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah. Well. Yeah. If I'm just like even keel, then whatever. But any, if I feel any nerves at all, I'm like, oh man, like I care or I like this or whatever. If I feel that emotion, then I know that something has really piqued different my interest. Different strokes for different folks, though, right? So when he feels nerves, he doesn't feel prepared, which is not a good thing for a quarterback. Yeah. So uh, we'll also see he, the he, rook. Well, I hope he feels prepared because he might get actually hit. Yeah, well, he and, said he wants to get he hit, said though. He wants to get yeah. hit, so. he, he told us that was another interesting <laughs> bit today. He said he wanted to get hit. It helps him a little bit, like wakes him up, yeah. lets him know that like, he's here. He's got, got I mean, some plays to make. I don't think a 300-pound defensive tackle hitting me would I'm basically wake me up. I, yeah. I think I would be like out, out at that point. Yeah, sleeping. Good night. Um, That's just me, though. But, yeah, we'll see Bijan Robinson, too. I don't think we'll see any of these guys much, maybe a couple of series. Uh, perhaps Kyle Pitts um, might see him out there, maybe catch one pass and go right out, might not see yeah. him at all. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think for me, you know, if he hadn't been injured, I'd have been like, I'm great without Pitts 
doing anything in the preseason, but just because he's coming off of an injury, hasn't played since November, maybe you want to get him out there for two or three plays, but you always run the risk of injuring your players at any time. And during the preseason, that's just not a good time to get injured. There's never a good time, but uh, I would think that preseason and knocking somebody out in the preseason has got to be the worst way. Well, and also losing some game checks because you get hurt in the preseason. That's also not uh, that's not plan A for anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all right. Anything else? No, I'm I'm just looking for it. You, you know, like defense played really well against the Dolphins, but it's guys that might not make the team. So now we'll get a better idea. Well, and guys that might not make the team, who would you cut? Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I came up with this topic too. Terrible. So, of all Terrible. of the players on the team right now, if you had People the opportunity, to earn a and you're like, eh, if you had the opportunity cut. to cut one player, and this is not me being mean. No, this I know, is, I know. This is me just saying, like, who could you cut? You just threw me I've done this. Right there. I've I done didn't... this with the Hawks before, and I'm like, DeAndre Hunter, cut him now. No. <laughs> See, like, I have very strong opinions when it comes to DeAndre Hunter because you get, like, two 30-point games from him per season, and that's it, and you're paying him, like, a trillion dollars. Okay, well, um, yeah. And, I, I mean, yes. So that's for the Hawks. For the Falcons, I think I mentioned to you when I was trying to come up with this topic, maybe Keith Smith, and then you said what? <sighs> what did you say, Lee? I said, wait a minute, Keith Smith. Who's that? <laughs> He's got to be a fullback, right? So, and, of course, he's a fullback. <laughs> so the greatest thing about that is that, like, I want to cut him, and Lee doesn't even know the guy's on the team, and he's been on the team for, like, three or four years. I honestly didn't. Well, they don't – I don't feel I like – I have no you, hatred towards him. No, I think he's I a great guy, like nice guy ever, in the locker room, but, like – Well, I don't feel like you ever hear a football – but if you've been on the team that long and you don't and you've been covering them that longly and you don't even know he's on the team, I know. I, yeah. that tells me it's time yes. to move on from the guy. And I'm yes. trying to pick somebody who's not just like a new player just arrived to the team. I'm trying to pick somebody who's like been there. And it's like, okay. Or Caleb McGarry. Well Yeah. I don't but he's think gonna... he'll make it much much longer. You don't think so? I mean, he's he's a big dude. Yeah, but they gotta have they gotta have offensive linemen. I mean, it's gonna. I know, but they drafted season. him in the first round with Chris Lindstrom, who's held up his end of the deal. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it it does look a little bad when the guy that was drafted with you is like a first team. But all those pro. two are monsters. They're like but yeah, he's huge. a big dude. He's all right, so you're not getting dude. out of this. Who would you cut, Lee? Well, first of all, I'm not a GM. It doesn't matter. I, I'm not either. That's not part of this game. I, you're I, Lee Smith, and if you could cut anybody on the wanna, team, I don't want to cut anybody. Who would you cut? Go. Oh, goodness. You've had, like, at least an hour to think about this. Oh, I don't want to think about negative. This this is going to affect Who would you life. cut? No, it's not. The Falcons aren't listening to us. Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith, they're not listening to what we're saying well, right, I, right I now. Well, I wouldn't want to cut anybody, but I don't I think. I heard it. I Who would think, you cut if you I, could? I don't think John Fitzpatrick is going to make the team just simply. <laughs> and I know Georgia fans are, you know, don't go, don't get in your feelings on this. Uh, this is an Alabama-Georgia thing. I just don't think he's good enough with the talent they brought in at tight, tight end, end. To, to make the team. He's tall. He's got he's the size. He's tall. He's definitely – and, and the he, thing is, I think he He's could, not a he, bad athlete. Well, no, and I think he could actually, like, on any other tight end room other than maybe the Chiefs because they have, you yeah. know, Travis Kelsey, that he could actually, like, be productive for somebody. I just don't think he's going to get a whole lot of chances here in Atlanta uh, with Johnny Smith and Kyle Pitts. Because they're also on the field, and they're going to have to be and getting splitting paid carries. more. Well, yeah, but they're also going to have to be uh, splitting uh, the rock with 
Bijan and Drake. And so, like, I, I don't really see him getting snaps. So that's why I would say I would cut him because I just don't see – I don't think he's going to see the field. Look at Lee, man, putting his GM hat on even though he didn't want to. No. All right. See, I would never be a GM. I couldn't do that. I don't want to ruin somebody's life like no, that. No, that's no fun. I, I can't do that. That's no fun at all. Nobody wants to do that, especially for those guys who, like, football's their life. All yeah. talking about taking hopes away from the teams. The Braves absolutely dominated the Yankees last night. Crush. Absolutely. 11-3. Absolutely Final. dominated again. Yeah. Um, takeaways from that. Well, Listen, over the weekend, they won three of four against the Mets. So back-to-back New York teams. I I just can't imagine what it's like to be a player in that clubhouse right now. I think about it quite often. I'm like, these guys just come in, like walk in, go out there, and they're like kids in a candy store. They've hit like one billion home <laughs> runs this season. Matt Olson's bawling out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just want to know what it's like for like a whole week to just walk into your office have so much fun with like your friends basically and win. know that you have a, a highly highly likely chance of winning that day yeah and then you don't know what you're going to see out of anybody one through nine because they could all go off at any point it's crazy marcelo zunas found himself though like at the beginning of the season it was it was clear to me lee i don't know about you that like they they being like the it, Braves it, yeah, it was front bad. office was basically waiting for him to mess up. That that's my interpretation. My God, of it. the guy he was hitting like oh eighty three. And he at was one like point. <laughs> you know, he was a bigger dude. Yep. Had one too many candies in the candy store. Oh, but right now he's like found his rhythm. His yeah. swing looks so good. He's like I mean he's killing it right now so i'm super happy for him because i mean to be honest with you he's been nothing but kind to me all the players in that clubhouse have been superb well matt olson's having an mvp caliber season so is ronald he, he still leads the league in home runs right now uh yes i mean he, does. he passed he does. shohei otani over the weekend yes but they have like 230 yeah, home runs <laughs> i don't even think there's a club anywhere near them no um, no 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 uh, but they have two more against the Yankees tonight and tomorrow. Yes. Um, okay, so, bad news, okay. though. Ozzy Albies is out. Yeah. I Hamstring know. injury. Yeah. Von Grissom called back up. Yep. So, and we've got to talk about so, Nicky so we, Lopez, we, who, like, holy <laughs> Moses. Where, where do you find these guys, Braves? Know. Like, how know. do you guys do this? I don't know. It's amazing. Alex Anthopoulos is just... He's Canadian. Okay. That's his genius. Cool. My my I, I guess my people are a one chef's kiss. Well, all right, cool, great. He he's Canadian. All right, well, he's definitely a good GM. Great, probably the best in baseball, honestly. I mean, the deals he's been doing with all the younger players to get these max, uh, not these max deals, but to get all these long term deals done and keep that core together, and then just adding more people like Nicky Lopez, uh, Orlando Arcia. Uh, let's see who else has been pretty big this year. Kevin Pilar actually a little bit. Um, coming off the bench, too. Oh, um, my God, yes. Pilar is like, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and the... Um, All of them. See, Eddie Rosario bringing him back and then keeping Marcel. It just seems like everything they've been trying to do on Works. the offensive side has been working. Now, some of the pitching, the pitching's got to get better. But you got Max Freed back. And he won last night. Um, did he win last week? 
Who? Max Freed. Did he win last week when he made his return start? Oof, I can't that remember. Was, I can't remember either. Um, but he did win last night. He got the W. And that was against the Mets, wasn't it? No, no, yeah. no. Friday night? Wasn't it Friday night? I think it was against the Mets. I don't know. I think it was. But yeah, but he, back on the mound, but he looking looked good, good last night. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Now I don't know when they're going to get Kyle right back or if they will, but. Because um, I hate that coming off of a season that he just had. He might never have know, that season again. I know. To be the winningest pitcher in all of baseball. In the whole league. And to get injured and may, you know like be out the entire season, you yeah. might never come yeah. back from that. I, I, I don't mean, want that. Bryce Elder was an All Star. For the first half, and then it's kind of falling off a little bit. So, um, if they can get that pitching right, it, it, they've got well, they already have an incredible chance based on their offense, but like they have a true legitimate shot at winning the World Series. I mean, I think they definitely do. I mean, no if that what. offense shows up, they Gosh. might not even need the pitching. It's That's like Georgia's the bad defense part. two years ago. Oh, it didn't okay. matter that Stetson Bennett was the okay. quarterback. Well, Let's give a little more credit to Stetson because he did make some plays. We're going to find out, and I've said this before, we're going to find out this season how important Stetson was. Okay, we're talking this about Braves. This is guys. when we're, we're going to find out. We're going to go back to Braves. We're going to find out. If the oh dogs lose this year, We're gonna. it's going to be because Stetson's not there. And then we'll all be like, oh, yeah, Stetson was the man. With the mustache, by the way. Did you see it? Full-blown mustache like Arthur Smith. Good. Good for Ugh. him. Braves, go ahead. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. I so the Braves in all offensive numbers, by the way, uh, they are leading in OPS. They are leading in average. Ops. They are leading home runs by 30. Uh, oh, yeah, over 30. Barely, just over 30 leading home runs. They're leading in RBIs by uh, 16. And they're also leading in runs. They're literally sweeping all of the team categories in offense. No surprise. They That's are crazy. just monstrous. So, cool. Good luck for everybody who good has luck. to face them good, the rest of the way. Good luck for Yankees tonight. I'm like the only team, like, if, if you think about it, right, like postseason, I mean, maybe when they played the Rays, though, they did a, the Braves did a great, great job. So you think, yeah. like, I'm, I'm trying to think of matchups during the postseason that could, like, Anyhow, I mean, the interrupt trouble, the juju going on. The only on real right trouble now. they've had, they, I mean, Cincinnati for a series when oh, uh, De La yeah. Cruz got called good. up. That was good. Um, that was a good series. But I don't know if the, I don't think the Reds are going to be there in the end. Um, Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you look right now and you're like, they're above everybody else. Even did, if they lose one game. It feels like it's them and the Dodgers again oh, in the National gosh, League. Gosh, yeah. Freddie Freeman's still right there. He's still, he's got that MVP caliber season two. Delicious. So, Get in your seats. And Buckle may, in, folks. And then, and then maybe they get to... They get Here's what I found. Oh, thanks. Oh, she found thanks. something. Thanks, Siri. So maybe they get past the Dodgers. Maybe they go to the uh, World Series. Maybe they face the Astros again. Get a, get to beat them again. I don't know. We'll <laughs> I see. I like how you said they get to beat them again. All right, let's move on. Calvin Ridley, the former Falcon, first-round pick out of Leeds, Alabama, now with the hey. Jags after be being suspended a year for betting on the game. Um, I just want to, you know, this was this is an idea that I came up with. I read an article uh, on ESPN, and, and I was like, let's talk about Ridley, because he says, everybody wants me to be rusty, right? 
Why? Why do you want me to be rusty? I can play football. I'm never going to think I'm going to be rusty. So after what, almost two years, Lee? I mean, it's almost been two years of him not catching a pass in the NFL. He's getting a new start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he's got one of the best quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, I should say, in the league, and Trevor Lawrence, who definitely turned the corner last season. Towards the end of the season, he was looking very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a team which sounds like believes in him, a quarterback who can throw the ball. I don't think Ridley, in my opinion, he's, he, it sounds like he has a chip on his shoulder right now, and I would too if I were yeah. him. Um, but basically, he's saying, like, just because I've been out for two years, it doesn't mean that I cannot play football anymore. And if there's one thing that you know that I know about athletes, we both know this. They literally work out every day. They do all the things that they need to do, take care of their bodies. Ridley was posting videos with his trainers, like, very religiously, showing that he could still do all the things. Hey, he wants to be back on that field. So there's no reason for me to believe, Lee, that he has skipped a beat at all. If you can play ball, you're young, your body is ready, you can play ball. Period. Yeah, he's going to be ready to go. He's going to be jacked up to the max, ready to go. I, I, don't see, I don't see why he can't, you know, have another 1,000-yard season. I mean, he had – it. 2020 was his best season. He had over 1,300 yards. And nine touchdowns. Yeah. And that was with Matt Ryan pretty much at the end. At the end of Matt Ryan. At, at the end of his career. Yeah. I mean, if you can get that kind of production out of a guy that doesn't have much left in the tank, I mean, what could you do with a guy who's got all the potential in the world to be an all-pro quarterback? Yep. And he um, said, he said, if I drop a pass, that doesn't mean I'm rusty. I just dropped it. And today... <laughs> Me and Lee saw Calvin Pitts drop a uh, Calvin Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Calvin Pitts. <laughs> Kyle, I just made up a name. Kyle Pitts drop a pass right in front of us. Literally, like yeah. feet from us. It happens. Nobody's saying he's rusty or can't play ball, and he's been out, what, half of a year because of <laughs> yeah. an injury yep. or more than half yep. of a year. So I think he brings up a good point, and I think that that chip on his shoulder is going to definitely help him uh, come. September game one and you know what he's going to face the Falcons overseas and he's going to have like a you oh, know, he's going to ball out. 171 he's, he's going to have like a, yeah. game. triple digits receiving yards <laughs> yes. and like two touchdowns two touchdowns he's going to be dan- doing the dirty bird in the, the Falcons end zone like, Falcons just be like dang yeah. man yeah. he had to go and bet yeah yeah if he just stayed off the betting apps yep so there you go. But in this article, I do want to point out before we move on that um, they were making, you know, ESPN's making some comparisons between other players who've been suspended and coming back. And I saw that they talked about Darren Waller, who's now with the Giants, who used to play at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And he went 700 days between NFL game appearances. He was suspended for the 2017 season, if you'll remember, for violating the league's substance abuse policy. Okay. And then in 2018, the Raiders signed him to the practice squad. He played four games that season. 2019-2020, he put up career numbers surpassing 1,000 yards receiving and 90 catches each season. And then I think he signed the richest contract of any tight end in the league. And then he got traded to the Giants. But um, how weird is it, like professional sports sometimes? 
Yeah, I mean, it's he crazy. got paid, but all that to say, he didn't play. He didn't play Dude, for a very for a long year, time. And then what? Fast forward two years later, max contract. Yeah, because he could still play. So well, hey, Calvin, Calvin, he, I think he's got a lot left in the tank. Yes, a that's lot. the thing is they they were they were young enough and taking care of their bodies. I mean, you think that's a whole year that he wasn't taking hits and he wasn't running. Yeah. To tear ACLs or anything like that. So like I, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. Him and Trevor Lawrence. All right, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? You go first. Oh, because you don't know, so you're trying to think. No, I know. But just oh, go you ahead. do? Go ahead. go ahead. All right, what's on my mind? Putting you on the spot about that. I know. Well. <laughs> Did uh-huh. you have something on your mind? <laughs> I do. Okay. So the dogs kick off their season against UT Martin, 6 p.m. September 2nd. Mm-hmm. They're the national champs. You take a look at their schedule. I mean, they might have the easiest schedule in all college <laughs> ball. That's why some people say they're going to three-peat, make a little bit of history. But, like, my real thing, and Kirby says it, and he has had to answer this question quite quite a bit, and it's true. He's like, I can't control the schedule. And imagine if strength schedule truly mattered this season. Oh. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, they'd be, they would definitely be penalized by that. I mean, that schedule yeah. is so ugly because the opponents, and no disrespect to the opponents, they're not very good. Well, okay. So the only defense, the, the only thing I can say in their defense is that they had originally had Oklahoma on the schedule. Yes. Uh, the SEC said take them off. But the SEC took it off. Yeah. So yes. that's really, the, but even then it's like, is you Oklahoma got even good State. this year? Like. And UT, I mean, I know they're, they're better in the top than, 25. I, I know, well, I know they're going to be better than Ball State and whatever, Middle Tennessee. When, when, when who people... Who they kick off with? You, uh, UT Martin. Yes. Sorry, not Middle Tennessee. Sorry, Middle Tennessee. Um, Tennessee. UT Martin. UT so, Martin. I don't know. That, oh, so well, what I, was on my mind? Wait, wait, wait. But what my what my mind is asking well, well, me is... the same thing as yours. Is, is this. Are people actually going to show up to those games? Oh, okay. Yeah. Are they? No, well, yeah. Maybe for like yes. the first ten minutes and go people, home, and then people, Kirby's going to be mad and explain how he's mad, like, yeah, like Saban does. Like the Saban problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so going I mean, they'll show for half. Come on now. It's, okay. it's football in the South, and and it's football th- season. No, people show up. It's six p.m. College kids people want to party. Up, I promise you. Like, let's be honest. Look, it's gonna. I honestly think it will be a sellout, but by halftime, I don't think it's gonna be half. It'll be cleared. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be at a bar having a good time. No, but that's celebrating what, their third national championship already. Hey now, let's <laughs> not do. Don't don't you put that evil on me, Ricky. Bobby. All right, go. Uh, basically, that was what I was going to say. Was how incredibly easy is that? I mean, honest to God, they have like two Ole Miss, games? Ole Miss at two? home in Tennessee. Auburn, Auburn at Auburn, Tennessee I mean, at Tennessee. Auburn, Those are the ones. Auburn's that got a new You coach. never know when really, you play I, away from homely. You never know. But I, mean, I agree with you. This schedule happens. is cushy cush. The cushiest of the cushiest. I mean, trust me, I would love to have that for my team. I promise you, I, I wouldn't feel bad at all if that was my team that they had that schedule. I know, Lee. I'm sorry. But imagine if your team ends up playing Georgia in the SC championship game. After playing the schedule they played without beating somebody or just having one loss, they are going to be a better team for it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Georgia's yeah. defense is what you got to get through, not that offense. Well, that's just my. Brock Bowers is the offense. And then you got <laughs> all of Georgia's defense. So figure that yeah, out. They got running backs, too, and offensive lines. So. <sighs> Baby There's back, that. Branson. 
All right. Well, I guess that will do it for us today, August 15th, 2023. Gosh. See you tomorrow. Good night, guys.